Back home, one of the ongoing questions we're getting from those who travel as a result of the borders reopening is how come the airports still look like ghost towns? Few of the retails open at Auckland Airport, for example, despite the fact we've been able to travel now for a couple of months. What message is that sending to tourists and what on earth is going on? Now, the Auckland Airport CEO, Kari Hurahanganui, is with us. Very good morning to you. Kia ora and good morning, Mike. You enjoying your job, seeing you new? I am, and I think my timing's impeccable with borders opening. <laughs> well done. State of the place. Why is it not open? Why aren't we, you know, raising the rafters? Well, well a couple of things, actually. I mean, there's about just over 30% of our international terminal retailers are open. Uh, but for some of them, it's a little bit of a standing start after being closed for two years. Um, and they are finding challenges that we're, we're hearing across industry, as I'm talking to retail and hospitality, supply chain challenges to restock shelves, but also recruitment in a market that's got unemployment at 3%. Uh, they are finding it tough to find people that want to join the businesses. Yeah, but everyone's got those problems. I don't go into the mall and see 30% of the shops open and 70% closed. What's so unique about an airport? I, I, I think it's a fair question, and it is one of the elements that we've got about 30% of international traffic. So we had, in a normal month, a million passengers would come through the international terminal. That's sitting at about 28% of that, so 280 so there is an element that uh, retailers are aligning with that uh, demand growth or, or increasing travellers. Um, and, and one of the challenges as we speak to the retailers is um, some of them are feeling a little bit burnt by last year's Tasman bubble, that they actually re-engaged, uh, employed, stocked up only to actually in some instances have to make some of their stuff redundant for the second time. So there's a, there is a cautiousness, but we are working really closely with them and I can absolutely play back that they are committed to opening. It is a matter of, of getting those things lined up. What is your relationship with your retailers at the airport? Do you have any sway or say over them at all? Um, so they do operate independently from us, Mike. They are their own business. However, of course, we have tenancy agreements in place. So there is obligations that come with that, such as uh, store presentation, service levels, and actually things like competitive pricing you know, is mm. part of that. But there would be a bottom line effect for you as a business, wouldn't there? I mean, if half your place or 70% of your place isn't open, that affects you, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we all want customers to come back if we can kind of the heady days of 2019 that we're operating at 100% uh, and uh, we have passengers coming in and out of uh, New Zealand. That is all of our goals. And so we're working really hard to support retailers as they start up because I think it is... Uh, good for all of us if we can get things moving again. What about the testing issues that uh, people like Greg Foran have talked about, Emirates are loading capacity into Australia because it's easier to get there and all the admin, the paperwork, the downloading of apps and stuff. Is that a handbrake on what you're trying to do? Uh, well, I think you've got, I'll separate it into to two sections actually, Mike. One would be if your physical journey through the airport uh, is actually very similar to pre-pandemic. Um, but then there's the before you get to the airport piece, which is uploading your vaccination certificate, um, uploading your pre-departure test and, and, and actually getting the pre-departure test done. So the more friction you put in the system, the harder it makes for customers. And if you've got a family of four saying, well, hey, should we go to New Zealand or should we go to, I don't know, Thailand or, mm. or Bali or wherever, then I, I think it will influence decision making. So the more friction we can remove from the system, the better. When's it going to be normal? <laughs> that is the, the magic question, um, Mike. I mean, it depends on what you look at. There's certainly different views on that. But IATA, for example, is saying it'll be 2024 before you get back to FY19 levels. Others are a little bit more bearish, saying it'll be 2026. So it is hard to know. But if you look in places like Europe and US now, 
their recovery, their international traffic is sitting above 80% today, and they've been open for about six six months or so, so they're ahead of us. So, you know, demand appears to be really strong. I guess the, the challenge is whether that's uh, a bow wave of visiting family and friends or whether that's sustainable. Good luck with it all, Kerry. Uh, Kerry Hurahanganui, uh, who's the Auckland Airport uh, CEO, and a new one, 18 minutes away from 7.